Richie here with another daily takeaway for you. Do you know sometimes one of the greatest things about adulthood, about growing up, is the opportunity to do things as a kid that you were forbidden to do but absolutely no comeback whatsoever. Okay, yeah, yeah, Would you agree with that as a statement? I think that's fair. Let me show you a picture of something this morning. What do you see there? Oh, yeah, that looks to be your lawn that you uh, you put quite a few photos of your lawn on your Instagram feed, don't Does, you? I do, I love my lawn. It's nice stripes, fair play to you. You've got some good stripes on there. Nice stripes, yes, but what about the stripes do you see that I would not have been able to do when I was little? What do you mean, get them on the line? Well, that's what a stripe is, otherwise oh, yeah, it's not a stripe, really, is it? I don't understand what you mean. Say now. what you see, come on. Look at the stripes. I don't know what you mean. We'll get them going different ways. Well, that's what stripes do, but look at the shape of the lawn and the stripes. Get them at an angle? Yeah. They're diagonal. Yeah, what's your, what's your point? Well, my, po- <laughs> my, po- <laughs> my point is, if I was a kid and I'd mown the lawn diagonally, my old man would come home and tell me off and say, do it straight. Really? But now, if your dad, house. If your dad saw you doing that level of lawn, and that's a compliment, yeah. He'd be he'd, he'd put you into some form of I don't know com- competition. No, some lawning competition. I I'd, I would love to have thought that. I would love to have thought, but I I vividly remember as a child doing what I thought looked an amazing lawn in that I I, I did sort of like vertical stripes and then horizontal stripes. It looked like tartan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came home, looked out the back window, and went stripes, please. I don't want to take everything back to the Beckham documentary. It seems yeah. like this podcast at the moment always goes back to Beckham. <laughs> but, you know, David Beckham's dad was very hard on him. He was, yeah, exactly. And yeah. what was his phrase? He said that if he was telling him how good he was, then he, he had nothing to work towards. Yeah, Maybe your true. dad was employing the same thing. And that is why I've got the lawn that I have today. Unfortunately, you haven't won any uh, European competitions, though, for your <laughs> no. lawn mowing. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Worst day of the week. Working week is nearly done. What, did, what, did, what, what are you saying? You say this every Tuesday. You always I have do. to go. At, what, what is your problem with Tuesdays? <laughs> it's the worst day of the working week, but where's, thankfully it's nearly done. Where's the evidence based on it? Being I don't have paperwork. Well, this is very interesting, folks, because this is not the first... We're not having an argument here, not having a falling out, but... <laughs> Within 12 seconds. We, he's always he's always slagging Tuesdays off, and I feel like it gets uh, doesn't get a, a fair rub of the green. Uh, so we're going to talk about days of the week, and maybe we should get rid one of them next. I, I feel you're un, you're unfairly harsh on Tuesdays. Can I give you some logic? Please, please do. My logic about Tuesdays is Monday's gone, and I now already can't remember what happened at the weekend. Right. And Friday is too far away for me to get excited about the next weekend. So Tuesday, rubbish day. Monday, you're in the afterglow of the weekend. Wednesday, you're halfway through the week. Thursday, it's near the weekend. Friday, it's the weekend. Spare us the rest of the workings on that day, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's other people who who hate Sundays. And I find it fascinating. Everyone seems to have like a, a, a nemesis day of the week. No matter, you, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like Sunday, people say pit of stomach feeling. And Why would you hate to, a Sunday? Well, it's Sunday is a bit roast dinners, brass bands, and back to school. Do I don't I mean? want to be psychiatrist, but if you're hating Sunday because you're thinking it's back to school tomorrow, what you actually hate is Monday. I know, but it's the it's the impending doom, the arrival of Monday that makes Sunday so kind of uh, such a malaise. It's like your mum ironing your uniform with the big light on. That's Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, true. That's life. Or whatever with uh, with uh, Esther Ranson on or whatever. So look, here's, it's an interesting one experiment. For one for the kids for you there. If you if you could permanently delete a day of the week, right? What day of the week would it be and why? Can I give you Tuesday? My, what you get rid of Tuesday? <laughs> for me, I'd get rid of Friday. Would you? Friday used to be brilliant. 
Do you remember Friday was great because yeah. it'd be one of those days when people might go for a couple of beers after the show and the you know the centre of London be kind of buzzing. But now that everyone works from home. Friday's a ghost town. Thursday's the new Friday, Thursday. as you say <laughs> yes. quite regularly at the start of Thursday's show. Another one of my catchphrases. Another catchphrase. Yes. I think we're doing the days of the week equivalent of the uh, the hot air balloon debate from school. Do you remember that? Where one of you gets chucked off the edge of the hot air balloon, you have right. to, to just uh, argue which one it's going to be. Oh, or was, I like that. Is that just something we did in our school? Or was I, it the West Country? Um, we never did a hot air balloon debate, but I like it. Well, this is what it is. We're asking you, if you could, if you had the power to permanently delete one day of the week, what would it be and why? This kind of got started because Tuesday gets a lot of clog in the show. We're trying to work out why. Uh, Dan's got in touch, actually trying to save Tuesday. Oh. Uh, saying it's first day is working week in Dungeons and Dragons night so uh, please don't delete it he sounds like my kind of guy uh, Dave G says it's got to be Thursday it's there primarily to stall the coming weekend absolutely useless day <laughs> hashtag get rid we are in a different studio today we're all sat in a line uh, like we're taking phone calls on Crime Watch UK <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. And also way too close together. And we'll also let you in on things. Our, uh, our, our normal producer is back after uh, uh, his 25-day holiday. Yes. Uh, and it's all just a little bit giddy. I can't really call how tonight's show's going to go. It's almost like Adam's forgotten 80% of how we normally do this. <laughs> Let's just see how we, how we get on. We've got Natalia on the line right now. He wants to get rid of Wednesdays. Why Wednesdays, Natalia? Well, because it's the only day of the week that's never going to be a, a bank holiday, is it? So... Oh, that's yeah. a very good point because it's, it's insulated from bank holidays. You never get anything good to happen on a Wednesday, do you? Because you're never going to have your Monday. Yeah, you, you know, it won't ever be Easter Monday. Yeah, yeah. It won't ever be Good Friday. That's a very, that's a very good point. So it's kind of uh, surplus to requirements, Natalia. Exactly, and then I don't want to miss a bank holiday. That would be that would be ridiculous. So in so. your in your world, then your your future, Natalia, uh, it would go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. W- what would happen though? Um, if New Year's Day was a Wednesday, because that could happen, couldn't it? That's a good point. What happens then, Natalia? Well, but then if New Year's Day is a Wednesday, then it does get transferred to, to, to the next day, doesn't it? She's thought it through. <laughs> the bank holiday will be on a Thursday. It's a watertight <laughs> argument. <laughs> I thought, well, I'm not sure so, about that, but we will. Yeah, but it is. Well, the, the, you still you you will miss the first. Is that what you mean? You miss the first of January. Uh, yeah, it's annoying, but you know, is it a big deal? We're not in Scotland, are we? Sorry, you wanted to get rid of New Year's Eve and New Year's Day as well. <laughs> no, New Year, nobody said anything about New Year's Eve. Kathy's been on. She says, don't want to delete it, but we'd like to celebrate Christmas every four years, like the Olympics. Then it will feel really special, and I won't mind shop stocking Christmas things in August. Not a bad idea. It's, we'll, we'll take these into consideration. We'll write it down, keep them coming in. Hey, look, you can delete the ad breaks, kind of. Uh, if you want to hear Absolute Radio without the ad breaks, you can do that with Absolute Radio Premium. Uh, you can also hear our exclusive stations, including the brand new Absolute Radio Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, for one month only, got a station playing everything from Bad Moon Rising to Ghostbusters and Voodoo Chili to Super Freak. Uh, it's a fun listen. It's one of 10 exclusive stations that you can get right now and with a free three-month trial of Absolute Radio Premium if you head to absoluteradio.co.uk and use the code ABSOLUTE. Uh, it auto-renews at the end of the trial at three ninety nine per month with all the T's and C's at absoluteradio.co.uk. Tom says, shout out to all the shift workers, where by far the worst day of the week is Saturday. Mm. Days off during the week are very pleasant as a result. Good point, good point. Yeah. Uh, Will, what are you getting rid of? I'm not getting rid of any, because that's the start of anarchy. Start of anarchy, Will, what are you saying? Yeah, because next thing you get rid of a day, then you won't be happy with that, and then it'll be a month, then it'll be a year, and when will it stop? If you were going to get rid of a month, month. <laughs> back before January. <laughs> Or February. Don't get rid of January. That's my birthday. Sorry, mate. I'm afraid you're out. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> all right, then, let's move on. Simon's on the line now. Uh, what day of the week are you getting rid of, fella? Well, all of them, really. Because Whoa. you just get rid of all of the names, renumber them one to six, and then we work one, two, three, four, have five and six off, and then it starts again. Okay, so you think it's the day's name is one of the reasons why people uh, attach certain feelings towards it, like Tuesday or they don't like Sunday or whatever? No, because if you nobody's going to delete Saturday or Sunday. Anyone wants to delete. Oh, unfortunately, we've we've lost Simon there, and he was in the midst of quite some theory. It's almost like the powers that be have tried to cut Simon off because they want to silence his his views on this. Exactly. The only thing I'm concerned about is he said one to six, and there are seven days in the week, so he's getting rid of a day and then bringing them back renamed one to six. Now, is that better for us as workers, or does that mean we're going to be working more? I can't, I can't, at this point, this uh, Orwellian future that uh, Simon is painting in this uh, call, I'm not 100% sure how it pans out. <laughs> What's happened to Sunday? That's the big question. Can we just explain that, uh, like we said before, we're in a different studio for this show, so I'm not doing the buttons. I, I'm not in control of when the microphones are, are, are open or closed, so our producer Adem is doing it. But there's no kind of sign or, or, or warning. I feel like, you know like when, when you're in a restaurant or in a shop and someone's putting a 20 pound into the till? Yep. 20 going in? Yep. We need something like that for the mics. You just oh, it's <laughs> <down. laughs> uh, so going to work. Yeah, that's how it's going to work. We've been talking about what day of the week you would permanently delete. It's been fantastic to get your different views on this. People kind of thinking outside the box. This person here says day of the week. Why don't we add an extra day at the weekend and call it chill day? So that's an eight-day week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, chill day. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I think we'd age less as well. Yeah, we it would just, take longer for a birthday to come around. Slow down. We're getting quite a lot of stick about maths as well, so let's not get involved in that. <laughs> uh, it's some more numbers for you. Five. Five words, five grand. Uh, Kelly only got one this morning on The Breakfast Show. Uh, you can play tomorrow from seven with Dave, who'll be collecting your cool badges. You can uh, uh, enter uh, for that uh, by texting. Uh, actually, don't text. Email Dave. He likes that. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Every Tuesday, we ask you to blow our minds. Like I said, it doesn't take much sometimes. But some of the stuff over the last couple of weeks genuinely has. Uh, our producer's returned after 10 days. I think his mind is still in Dubrovnik. It is. Uh, do get in touch with us if there's something that you do that you think is going to blow our mind because you do it very, very different. It's a discovery for us. So, look, if you want to share something with the group, we'd love to hear from you this evening. Starting us off tonight is Kitty, who's on the line. How are you doing, Kitty? I'm good, thank you. You? We are very, very good. We're, we're very uh, keen and excited to hear your uh, little life hack, that, something that you do differently <laughs> that's going to blow everyone's minds right now. Please take it away. Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> uh, so I eat cereal in a weird way. At least according to my husband, it's a weird way. Okay. So I've ditched the bowl entirely. Hey. I get the box. Uh, yeah, there's no bowl involved. Right. <laughs> so I get a glass of milk, the box right. of cereal. Where's this going, everyone? <laughs> cereal goes straight in my mouth. And I have a drink of milk, and that way I maintain optimal cereal crunch throughout the whole amount of cereal I want to eat. Wow. Do you, <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> it's tempting to dismiss this as craziness straight away, but the longer you just let it percolate in your in your mind, 
Yeah. I think this could be genius. Because how, how yeah. awful is washing up a, a, a bowl of like shreddies or something that someone's forgotten to put in, yeah. in, in soap before yeah. I leave the house? Or, just a quick question. So what do you do with the the cereal bit I'm still confused by? What do you do? Like a yeah. spoonful of cereal and then straight in the mouth or what? I'm the only person in my house who eats cereal, so I literally am just going straight out of the box. But if you are more civilised than me, you should probably, you know, put it Hang in. Hang on. So you're, you're, you're basically <laughs> drinking cereal out of the box? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and would you have two or three drinks, if we can call it as such, of cereal for your <laughs> breakfast? Or how, how many mouthfuls would you have followed by a chaser of milk? <laughs> well, I would have one uh, one mouthful of cereal with one chaser of milk, so, and then however much cereal it takes me to drink the whole glass of milk. <laughs> Kitty, I, I just want to take you back a, a, a couple of steps to something else that you said that I think people might have missed that also underlines the genius of this. You said optimal crunch, uh, uh, yeah. and it really is, isn't it? Because if you are chugging a bit of cereal into your mouth and then the milk goes straight in, that bit of cereal is straight there with the milk. It's not sat there in the bowl waiting to, for the spoon to get right to the bottom of the bowl, is it? It's fresh. Yeah, it's not going to get soggy. And like for me, cereal should be crunchy at all times, so it's, it's the best way to keep it crunchy. And how, if you don't mind us asking, in terms of the people in your life, what do, what do they think about this when they see this happen in front of their eyes at breakfast in the morning? Well, I have to admit, I was quite glad that I'd been married to my husband for a few years before he saw me do this because he was so horrified at <laughs> of me when he walked into the kitchen one day and saw me doing it. And I tried to just explain that my mouth was the bowl. I don't need a bowl because my mouth is the bowl. And apparently that phrase made it even weirder for everyone. So. Wow, that's, that's the mantra that would take away from tonight's <laughs> yeah. show, my mouth is the bowl. Well, I, I, I want to call it mind blown. Mind blown, straight away mind blown. And you would you would advise other people listening to this, hometime listeners oh, now, Kitty, to try definitely. it. Definitely, yes. Give it a go, and you, the cereal will remain crunchy throughout the whole breakfast, and it, it's spot on. Dealing with um, eating cereal and milk uh, without a bowl, just using your mouth as the bowl. Um, we were talking about Weetabix. Uh, Phil says, I actually do eat Weetabix that way. Stretch one cheek by hooking it with your finger. It'll fit in if you smile wide enough. I think I've seen him on the internet somewhere. <laughs> and then also, cast your mind back a few weeks uh, to a previous Mind Blown, and we're actually getting some feedback. Yes. Uh, mind Blown says this text, the other week someone said about a McDonald's vanilla milkshake and asked for an espresso in it. I've tried it. It's awesome. Like we said, it's the radio feature that changed your life. You so if you've got anything like that, do get in touch. Uh, uh, Greg has tweeted us this morning saying, oh, how the other half live, Manuka honey on toast. <laughs> Have you won the lotto, Bush? Uh, we've got Will on the line. Will, what's your fact? So the fact is that driving from Melbourne to Perth, like the distance between them is the same distance from London to Moscow plus an extra 600 miles. I love that plus an extra 600 miles at the end. Wow. That's, uh, that's good. How did you find that out, Will? How do you know this? Uh, on the fountain of useless information. Well, let's let's push him on it. What's, give us another thing right now, then, Will. If you're a fountain of useless information, so, the uh, the difference. You know the difference between one million and one billion. Uh, well, another zero. <laughs> so, if you're going to break it down into seconds, one million seconds is eleven days, but one billion seconds is thirty-two odd years. Joe, well, that's good. He sounds like a lovely chap. I wouldn't want to be trapped on a long train trip with him. <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> no offence, Will. <laughs> Will? Yep, I'm here. All right, fine. Cool. Didn't know I was offended you. Will, I like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I was pretty mind-blown when I heard that myself. Oh, he's doing this blind-blown thing for himself now. <laughs> he's got his own feature. <laughs> we would love for you to join us at our sold-out James gig at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. 
uh, for Absolute Radio's 15th birthday. I do apologise. Our producer, Adam, has got Jack Harrison's goal on loop on the uh, computer there. Just a little bit distracting for me as an Evertonian. Uh, but we would love you to join us as we play our competition, Say Something. Uh, Bush will tonight be describing a word that uh, our producer, Adem, he's had a shocker of a night. He's had a shocker so he's far. He's just he? about to pass over to Bush. All you need to do is guess what the word is that he is describing. You have 15 seconds. It's quite hard, this. When we did it the other night, uh, our producer, it was having to mime what broccoli was to you. Yes. That's, how we, that's where we got to. Well, that, well that, was less, that was more on my intelligence levels than, than actually how hard the game should be. It's quite hard to describe these things, though, under pressure, isn't it? Particularly if you don't know whether it's a fruit or a veg. Yeah, that was kind of the problem. Uh, right. Should we do this? It's on you. Here we go. Ready? 15 seconds, go. It's uh, a thing you sit in with your friends, you go up and down at a fairground, very high chance of being sick and make you quite dizzy, and I wouldn't get on one if you literally paid me. <laughs> there you go. That's Despite that. the fact it took five of the seconds to actually unfold the paper you were handed, I got that pretty quickly. There you go. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Hello, Emma in Sutton Coalfield. How are you? Yeah, good evening, guys. How are you doing? We are good. Uh, which of our uh, offering of stations are you listening to us on this evening, please? 80s, 80s and more 80s. Love it. Love, love it, it, love it, love it. Good what, choice. What's your favourite act from the 80s? Favourite band? I do like James, but I like Erasure. I'm an Erasure girl with a bit of a rock. I like Death Leopard, but James is the number one. She's an all-rounder. She is an all-rounder. And have you had a good day today, Emma? What have you been doing? Has it been variety? I've... I, well, I'm rocking the I'm making sausage and mash for dinner. And oh! I've been, uh, oh, yeah, and just can't wait to go and see James. Fingers crossed if I win. Um, just before we get out of the competition, is there gravy with the sausage and mash? Yeah. Good. About three, three spoonfuls, thick, double thick gravy. Perfect. And then mustard-wise, would you have mustard on yours, Richie, or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you have mustard on it, Emma? No, not at all. Not at all. Wasted. No, not at all. What, what condiment are you having, then? Uh, it's got to be ke- well. I I like ketchup. My husband and daughter have gravy. I'm a I'm a ketchup girl with mine, but my husband and daughter like gravy. But, sorry, I don't want to labour the point. Ke- you have ketchup with the gravy, or just you have no gravy on there. You just have ketchup. I have ketchup. They both have gravy. Right. Okay. I feel like you've there missed you out go. a little bit there yeah. by refusing no, the gravy. No, not at all. That's I'm fine. a ketchup girl. Okay. So I think we're sorted on uh, condiments. Favorite act of the '80s and uh, station of choice. Uh, all that is yeah. left is to find out uh, what was Bush describing. I think it's a roller coaster. Was that what you were saying something about? It was. I was saying it, and I don't like them. <laughs> well oh, done, Emma. You're coming to brilliant. our gig. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thanks, guys. Over, really chuffed. Absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. Enjoy Lovely. your bangers and mash. We're very jealous. And say something returns tomorrow. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. There you go. There's the podcast for you. Hope you enjoyed it. One thing I, I meant to ask you at the very beginning that we were talking mm. about lawns is, do you think there is an international competition for people mowing lawns? And do you reckon you could be in it? How do you get into that? It's tricky. Uh, I think there is obviously competitions for groundskeepers and ground staff. Because you must have watched football matches before, like particularly with World Cups. You think, oh, the grounds must have done some yeah. funky thing with the centre circle. Absolutely, and I think there are awards for that. But you're quite right. I don't think there is an award for the humble back lawn. Yeah. But the Back Lawn Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not.